0: It's time for the deboned segment, and I've got a couple of very special guests sitting across from me. Hello, hello, hello. girls. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we have introduce yourselves. Who are you?
1: You go first. I'm Zoe Taptiklis-Hames.
0: Hello, Zoe. And I'm
2: Jessica Thompson-Carr.
0: Lovely to have both of you in the studio Lovely today. To have you here. Now we last week talked about Bones Issue 16, which is for early August 2018. Raph did a really good job of doing a big Thank
3: spectrum you. of the... You're welcome. <laughs> you're over there too. Hi, Raph. How are you? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Who are you? I'm Raf. I'm a DJ in Radio 1 for Wednesday to <laughs> <laughs> And he's so meek. <laughs> Welcome Aww. back, buddy. Now I've contributed to Bones a grand total of twice.
0: You have, and it's really cool that you can now be a part of the Bones discussion as a contributor, mm-hmm. although always really cool to have someone like that's on the outside True. of Bones comment on what they see. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> you did a really, really wonderful spectrum of Bones last week with Samuel Rillstone. This week, we're going to take a little bit more of a holistic approach to Bones, because of course, both of the lovely girls sitting across from me, you don't have anything in this issue of Bones, do you? No. I, Neither of you. <laughs> we're,
2: too,
1: we're too busy with no. academics. And Ugh,
2: with masters. Life. And
1: but
0: what else do you guys do? What do you study?
1: We both do um, the masters by coursework in the English department, Long Glaze. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be, um,
2: it's a shortened version of.
1: You essentially do all of your master's classes Mm. in the same year as Mm. doing all your honours classes. (laughs) Wow. And then you do your dissertation to thesis length of writing.
0: Yeah. Does that cut down the honours and master's time? Is that what it's used for? Or is it still a two year kind of process? No, it's a year and a half. Yeah, wow. It can be up to a year and a half.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, fantastic. So it's very in your studies and within your general interest to be contributing (laughs) to a publication as well. And so what do you two usually write about? Could you talk, you can either do it one at a time or both at the same time, what you contribute to Bones, what you've contributed in the past. Maybe people listening might have read it before but just not realised that it was you guys that were (laughs) writing it. What do you usually have in Bones magazine?
1: Well, we both... The pellets.
2: Pellets. We're pellets. Nice. <laughs> we do poetry. Um,
1: and <laughs> we look we, at the moon and write <laughs> sonnets. We <we've laughs> both contributed a few, a,
2: a few poems to Bones, and. Have you done any short stories? No, I've I. Done one of them one short story and one thing about an exchange but it's mainly poetry that mm-hmm. yeah i think my interests are in poetry and yours
1: my short stories end up as poems anyway so yeah. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> they're and amazing though
0: what is it about poetry that makes you want to submit it to an independent publication like bones we were talking a little bit off air about what you liked jess about the fact that it was in print as well yeah mm.
2: and having your work um in, in a materi- as a material object that you can hand around to people. Mm, but I mm. think that what's so um, uh, what's the word? satisfying about um, putting poetry in bones is specifically this publication and what it seems to represent. Mm. It's, it's very intimate, it's very personal, um, but it's at the same time incredibly open it's to, also very pretty. Yeah, It it's, is it's very, very pretty. Nice. <laughs> very, very <aesthetics. laughs> it's
1: nice to be able to put your thing in a pretty thing too. Yeah. So. And
2: know that it's going to be laid out beautifully with yeah. like amazing illustrations by yeah. Erin or anyone else. And
1: yeah, I think as a um, publication, it, it has a lot of care that goes into it because... Mm. Because it's independent. Because Erin is a great mm. person. Erin um,
0: Broughton, the editor, by the way, that's who yeah, we're referring yeah, to. Yeah.
1: yeah, and we work
2: with her as well, which is mm. a nice touch. You know that this per- you can trust this person. Like mm. we've, I feel confident enough that I've spent enough that we've spent enough time around her to. Be able to trust her with um something as intimate as a poem
0: because you both do work for critic magazine as well is that correct sure I do. Yeah. what do you both do over there over um. the hedge
2: just <laughs> next door yeah. to radio one <laughs> where the grass is greener <laughs> um i'm the official
1: culture editor but it's always basically that as well so like yeah and i I, I, write, <laughs> bleh, I write um the horoscopes every week cool if you want, except for when not it says it's not me if It says there 's no one who 's running it it 's me <laughs> um, and I also contribute the weekly advice column with Kelly Davenport nice um, and we answer important questions.
0: And what's the difference between what you two submit to Critic Magazine or how that publication, which isn't independent, works in comparison to Bones Magazine? I'm not asking you to dog anyone. I'm just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the differences
2: between what you'd submit to that magazine and what you'd submit to Bones? Personally, um, I don't aim to submit my own work to Critic too often. Mm. I mm. want it to mm. be because um, I am my role is editor, so I want to try and gather as many people who need exposure, as many artists as possible who want to be featured in there and if we have some room then maybe I'll slip in a drawing <laughs> I mean <laughs> This week's cover, uh, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah <laughs> It's been my dream to do a cover but um, but I feel like Bones is just a a very what's the word? it's an outlet for me, It's a it's a place where I feel comfortable sending almost anything but critic I feel like if I did even put in a poem in there it would have to be a specific type mm. because mm. it is catering to a certain it's vetted yeah uh,
1: <laughs> exactly and There's, it's there like, are boxes and you will be put in them <laughs> Awesome. it is interesting not <laughs> because way, nothing
0: it. gets really nothing is edited that gets put into Bones mm, I mean nothing yeah. that I've ever submitted has been edited, it's yeah. just been Neither. put in verbatim
2: and I've loved that as not well? that magical, it's like, <laughs> so I know, good sometimes I mean I'll write up an interview and, and I'll put it in critic and then I, the next week I'll read it and I'll be like wait did I? Yeah, I Am yeah. I that eloquent? I'm not <laughs> no, We just have a really good editor but in Bones it's especially for poetry I don't think that I think that what you send in should stay because mm, yes. that is yeah it, it's what you intended mm.
0: and there are only a couple of issues of bones left this is issue 16 and there will only be 18 issues of bones mm. magazine ever in the entire world what <laughs> are you guys planning on for the last couple of issues
2: um i just seen erin a little poem actually mm. and a drawing to go with it uh so hopefully she's She's cool with flipping that in but uh, you never know. Um she I can imagine she's got so many amazing writers, like mm. I don't know how she's gonna fit it all in for yeah. the next few issues. I like, think
0: it's gonna be a very much a bumper issue for the Q eighteen. So. It's gonna
1: I, be a few more pages. Oh, yeah. Be amazing. Which is would cool. be so good. What yeah. about you, though? Um probably more poetry Jess has convinced me to be part of Zinefest. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So um I've I have. I've, I've had a collection of poetry on the go for about the last two years now. Oh wow! Um, the problem with having poetry on the go is that often you like you collect it and you collect and collect okay. it, and then you finally get round to doing your new set of submissions because when you submit, it's a huge amount of admin. You got to like sort out which ones you've sent to who, remember who you've sent what, wait to hear back from them before you can mm. send it up to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I wanted to submit something newer um, just because, like, you read old poems that you've been collecting, 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 and working on, and suddenly you're just like, this isn't my writing anymore. It's too old. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm just working on new stuff. Yeah, When is
0: zine fest happening? Because Bones does count as a zine. It's yeah, probably true. the
2: queen zine of Dunedin <laughs> at this really point is. in time. Oh. When's that happening? Well, um, I've asked Erin and she said around September, but cool. they haven't set on a date yet. So as soon as we learn that, we're going to be cracking into action and hopefully whip something out, um, both of us with some poetry Mm. Zine, Zine Collection.
0: i believe it was at the awesome. woman's pioneer hall
2: last yeah. year as well so mm-hmm. possibly at the same venue maybe. oh my god it That'll was be good. and that's where i met eliana gray and it's just the most iconic place in the world this, the, that. like the other resident <laughs> poet for bones yes. as well yeah. <laughs> that three. is where i met eliana gray and she wrote me a poem in like five minutes Oh, she was like on the spot poetry for a dollar, and I was like, oh, "Can we be friends?" <laughs> I think Erin was doing
0: illustrations at that zine
2: fest as well, which I think is really I lovely. Saw her she too. was too cool to approach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you would like to submit either your art or any sort of piece of writing, there's poetry, there's personal anecdotes, there's comics, there's all sorts in Bones Mag. Send it in to bones at r1.co.nz, and I can pretty much assure you that Erin will get that printed yes. in the last two issues. Speaking of issue 16, have you guys had a flick through?
2: Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad to hear you've
0: read up before you came on the show. Are there any articles that stood out to you that you would like to discuss with us?
1: We want to talk about the cows and the uh, Yeah, I think, We do? Story. Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely. Oh, this is very exciting. She's interested in that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It's very important to talk about. It's a very underappreciated mm. piece of artwork. Uh, one of the most iconic pieces of artwork <laughs> in Dunedin. As I would someone quoted in books. I no, Weird. I agree. I was so excited when I read that, and I was like, she's noticed. I didn't think anyone noticed. I didn't the think
0: cows. anyone had noticed. No one's come forward. Okay, I have to say to the listeners because we're starting to have a very personal conversation right now um thank you jess for bringing this up you didn't have to i did write an article for bones for issue 16 titled beauty with no agenda um and it was about pieces of the urban or natural landscape that you familiarize yourself with and become quite fond of even if they don't provide you with anything in return with Mm. no goods or services Uh, Some examples that I gave was a door frame on Prince's Street (laughs) or a window in Wellington. But the third and the example that I am most passionate about On Stafford Street, uh, next door to number 8, Stafford Street, which is the Petri dish shared office space, (laughs) there's this little office, and I think it might have been like a brewery or something at some point. Have you seen that office? It's on the corner of Princess and Stafford. And there are these two beautiful tile panels showing Highland cattle Mm -hmm. in a wonderful kind of serene Otago landscape. And it's beautiful ceramics perfectly preserved no one has tagged them no one has smashed them and this is Princess street i'm talking yeah. about like it can get kind of rough down yeah, there mama's some, sometimes everyone. mama's boy sometimes mama's boy everywhere but he would never touch the cows no. on Stanley oh, no, street a mama's boy. yeah so that's just what we were talking about before so you've both
1: noticed like, the cow panels oh god yeah
0: mm. iconic they're so beautiful They're they're well
1: Have you, you seen yeah them? i know i yeah. thought they had something to do it's like um an old butchers or something so oh, maybe yeah that so maybe would that would make sense
0: union, isn't it? it's next door to the meat workers union oh, okay yeah. that makes sense that makes a lot yeah. of sense but they're still
2: so beautiful they're
0: they still are some nice cows yeah, yeah, yeah so look out for that next time you're on Stafford or princes <laughs> yeah. do you both have a maybe a strange part of the landscape in Dunedin that you're particularly fond of I was thinking about this while I was reading
1: it. And, and this is for you too, Ref. This oh, yeah. goes well, out to
2: the whole audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, I really like the... Um, on the the Leith down past the teaching college and kind of before the bridge um, near Unicole not Unicol, Unipole, the gym, there's this, like, wire-shaped... Um, what do you call them? Albatross? And oh, you can, yeah. you can, like... Ah. You can. (laughs) Not you should (laughs) not you should. Um, but you can like jump down the side of the bridge. It looks like you're about to jump to the river, you're not. There's like this little bollard that comes out and you can walk along it and like sit inside the albatross. It's pretty neat. Wow That's really (laughs) This is news to us. Yeah, Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's it's right it's like between Polytech and the back of the teaching department. Right. Um That's so cool. So I think that my favourite like, little thing mm. in Dunedin.
2: It's actually the tree across from my house. But um, the other thing is, have you noticed, um, on Stafford Street, there's this, um, there are those sculptures of a unicorn and a lion or something. It's on Dowling yeah. Street. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's on Dowling Street. It's next door to Les Mills. The yeah. Gym. I don't know if it's my favourite thing in the world, but I just always walk past it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's funny, because they made the unicorn's penis. And yeah. so... Um, <laughs> It's so very out there. It just it just pops right out at you and you can't ignore <laughs> it when you walk by. And I think that's probably the most Ugh. iconic thing. Other than that, everything else has been painted over for me, like everything from childhood, which was like did you remember the Batman graffiti? Chipmunks was?
1: used to be there until very recently. Used to be where? Chipmunks like down on Princess Street.
2: Chipmunks yeah. never changed. Is, is, is it's,
1: Chipmunks it's still is still there. on Prince's it? Street. Yeah. It's yeah. next yeah. door to our house, yes. it's
2: been painted and over super part great. of it. No, we're just not allowed to go there anymore. Oh, yeah, painted yeah, over true. in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Block it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really funny. I think that um, the building that you're referring to is a film studio that's yep. on Dowling oh. Street. Yeah, it's next door to Les
3: Mills. Hmm. And
0: it, do you know about this film studio, Raph? You're quite film I, savvy.
3: It's one of the smaller ones. It's independent. and I'm not sure the name of the person who runs it, but... They anyway, they like have a
0: beautiful, it's like a frieze above um, the door to get in. It's very European oh, as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's it's like
3: you walk it's past the ground. Is uh, this honey soy above it as well in Latin. Yeah, honey soar. Honey
0: thank you. Honey yeah. which means honey soar, um, <laughs> <honey soy, laughs> close. Honey <laughs> soar means um, they are evil who think bad of us. Yes. Yeah, which is also the student magazine at Sydney University anyway. It's really? not, not interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's the no, critic no. equivalent, yeah. Um, Alright, so are there any other articles within Issue 16 that we want to have a I, chat about? I do have
3: a favourite Thing yeah, in Maiden. but it's something it. that you remind oh, me sorry, of. <laughs> <It's> oh, <okay. laughs> sorry, Ray. Um, sorry. Uh, it's uh, when we were walking past the Queen Victoria statue in Queen's Gardens. Mm. Uh, it, the crown on the Queen Victoria statue has been taken off because it, they hate it. Essentially, it's like a really unpopular statue because Queen Victoria didn't exactly do good things for New Zealand. No. Controversial opinion. Yeah. Um, um, but then when we walked past it one day, it had a traffic cone on top, it which was just wonderful. Oh, adorable! Yeah. And Waiver took a picture, and it was people use that statue as a
0: protest <laughs> venue quite yeah. often. They do, don't they? Because it's a statue that is really symbolic of the colonisation of Dunedin, considering... Um, that it was yeah. built on the backs of Indigenous people <laughs> as wasn't well.
2: Feel like it was like a Nazi. Pro- there, was a, yes.
3: there was a pro-white, like pro- white pride That's rally, it. It which
0: was very it. funny because on that day as well there was a protest at that statue, mm. and they had hung up a sign that says um, "Toot against racism" on yeah. the Queen Victoria statue, which was incredibly <laughs> ironic. <laughs> I so that. I took a, I always take a photo of the protests <laughs> that are happening there. I just place. yeah yeah. There's always something going on. Sorry. Sorry, I did. Okay. I did absolutely want to hear
2: what your favourite right. thing was. It's okay. <laughs> um,
3: Do you have a guest
0: to
2: the main? Yeah, yeah. Attraction, of main attraction. Oh no, we are all equal here. <laughs> um, another yes. article which I really sung out to me was Millie Lovelock's article. Yes. Yeah. and the backbone. bone. Yeah, I read it just before I came here, and I like was about to shed a little tear. It was mm.
0: so beautiful. What and about it?
2: Made just that, the last yeah. line. Mm. Um do you wanna read out the last line? Oh okay. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. So I I just you know I'm saying this assuming you've all read it Um, but maybe in a hundred years if we're still around my great great grandniece might read that I stood on the footpath outside my house and thought love tasted like ice and feel a little less far away Come on, Millie. (laughs) So beautiful. My heart (laughs) is breaking. Yeah. That's gorgeous. We're
0: really hoping that we can speak to Millie before she heads off to Berlin soon as well. Um, Millie, of course, of Astro Children fame as well, a really wonderful musician in Dunedin. Um, She's always very busy, but I hope that we can get to chat to her before Bones ends as well. Um, Her section, everyone has a segment in Bones magazine, it has to contain the word one. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Wonder why that is. It's fine sponsored by Radio 1, so just <laughs> put that in there, um, and seeking. Millie's section is called Backbone, and she has contributed to every single Bones ever, I, it's I believe, similar. it's a, it's okay. a roundabout that yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and I forgot to ask you before, Zoe, mm. why did you get involved with Bones, because you're a little bit of a, of a late bloomer <laughs> with
1: Bones, you too, Raph, yeah. so got a couple um, of them. <laughs> why was I late? To be involved? Um, I guess... That sounds more time. accusatory than I meant yeah. it to be. How did you like find
2: out about that?
1: um I heard about it from being... oh I knew it was a thing but I didn't realise it was something that you could actively submit to. I thought it was kind of like a niche crowd you had to be you in closed it. Closed off? Yeah. yeah um, it's the other, not. The it's other side really of it not. is that um, I didn't anticipate on coming back to Dunedin this year so um, I kind of... the the reason I managed to get in, a um, critic I messaged Joel and was like hey do you think it would be hilarious or not hilarious for me to do the horoscopes and he was like yeah that'd be fun (laughs) Um, so I kind of just like weaseled myself in Um, the other reason is that I was published twice last year so I was kind of on a roll with just like sending out as many submissions as I could Mm -hmm. Um, so I got put in to books, which was real cool. Awesome. That was um, really cool. Yeah, and I was finishing up 2 degrees as well. So it was kind of just like a timing thing, hmm. mental workspace thing, um, and general awareness of the community. Cool. Thing. That's cool.
0: And Jess,
1: how have you found
0: that your writing has progressed as, like, over the time that you've submitted to Bones? Because we've had quite a few people onto this segment now who have mm-hmm. said that either they opened up as time went on, or they saw a real improvement in their writing because they were writing regularly mm-hmm. for a publication.
2: What have you noticed? Well, because um, uh, yeah, I think that I've become more open with it. I've become a bit karma um in terms of mm. showing people my writing and sharing poems that mm-hmm. uh, I never would have shared before. Especially the one that I just sent and I'm like, oh the the, the you know ten year old Jess and me's freaking out but not even ten year old twenty <laughs> year old Jess and freaking <laughs> out. Um but I'm just I think that I've become a bit more um in control of my writing mm-hmm. and my feelings about my writing yeah especially with working at critic and um writing a lot and um for my masters that's mm-hmm. helped me gain a lot of perspective and control with what i'm doing um but doing it for bones helps me retain some of that creativity and that passion for it so it's not like mm.
3: academic writing
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah totally i'd say that so yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah um i have a question for both you guys because you're both poets do you have any particular poet that has influenced you or reading or, or read a poet that was really great like maybe like a new zealand contemporary like like uh rianne gallagher i think is the current
0: oh she's the robert burns fellow at yeah, yeah, Otago university
3: maybe yeah. like older like further back like are you like a classical rover you know romantic poets or are you more
1: um so i love emma neal and i'm not just saying that because mm. she's a former she- former the Robert former Burns, Burns Robert. Fellows. Yeah. yeah, She's been... Um, That's how we met. Yeah, it's how Jess and I met in, our, oh, in wow. her poetry class. Um, and she really fostered and encouraged me in a way that no one ever had before with my writing, um, but also, you know, part of the class was that she would bring in her poems to workshop with us. Mm. Um, oh, which class is this, Ingle... Three uh, something, three one nine. Something the poetry, yeah. the poetry one, where you like uh. submit
0: poems to get
1: in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to let the audience know that there is a poetry yeah. paper that is offered.
2: So worth
0: taking.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Jacob Edmund also does one. Mm-hmm. Also worth doing. Um, but in reality, like, I, I don't sit. I don't think. Oh, I'm going to pick up a whole book of poetry today and read a whole book of poetry. Like, <laughs> poetry isn't actually accessible as a book. Um, for me, I tend to get inspiration from lyrics um so one of my favorite lyricists is laura marling mm-hmm. um and yeah usually i just find like phrases catch me yeah mm. um and i kind of go on a bit of a like a mood board vibe and go down the rabbit hole with that and i'll find other artists and lyricists and poets who kind of emulate that um yeah yeah um i would say that I'm such a brown noser. Um, (laughs) Eliana (laughs)
2: Gray. Eliana Gray is definitely my favourite poet at the moment. Um, But what I'd say the one who got me into poetry when I was in high school was this woman, Aja Monet, um, who I discovered through stalking the Shakespeare and Company website a lot. And I was like, who are these writers um, and what have they done? And she a lot of spoken word poetry um at a cafe in new york in new york i don't remember what it was called but she just like oh god she hooked me and mm. and then i started mimicking her and, and trying to i started by copying what she was doing and then i uh, just sort of moved into my own thing from there i suppose but to the and she came out with a book A few years ago, I think, my mother was a freedom freedom fighter, Mm -hmm. which I highly recommend. That really has inspired my poetry. I'd say her and Eliana Gray are my two favourite poets. Before them, I was quite like oh, I should be traditional. I should mm. I should read Keats and enjoy Keats, but I <laughs> don't enjoy Keats. <laughs> He's all right.
0: <laughs> I realise we haven't actually touched on the content of the poetry that you both write. What is oh. it that you tend... To, the most important part. Um, what do you tend to write about? What's your inspiration? You go first, because I need to
1: think. Um, okay. Uh, and maybe give an example that's been published in Bones as well, mm. if possible. Okay, I tend to write... Um, the poems that tend to get published, um that I that I write, are uh, usually are quite political. Um, not in like a go burn your brow and vote for national kind of political. Um, <laughs> more in like a more in like a politics is everywhere kind of thing. So um the first poem I wrote that ever got published was about the fuck um, whakapapa of a white person but through the perspective of a mahi and kind of saying that I, as you know, which is about where I grew up um, up the coast. um, And that was kind of really about expressing that in New Zealand we have this huge problem with expecting that it's okay to ask someone where they're from mm-hmm. rather than appreciating what they're bringing to the table at face value. Um, poem that I recently got published in Bones was about um, the way we treat, have treated women in history so it kind of looked at I know my my favourite line in my own poem (laughs) Um, my favourite line though which I think summarises it pretty well is Rome wasn't built in a day it was a gruelling nine month abortion Um, but just the idea that we uh, frequently supplant the role of women in history and romanticise it and if, if they are there it's very mythological um, and they don't, they're never appreciated for like the hard slog like they've mm, mm. had a shit time <laughs> um, but they've also worked really hard and I think kind of talking around ways that people are strong just by being the person that they are I mm. mean mm. um, focusing on people being people rather than white or Māori or mm. woman or gay or Mm. Yeah, so that's mm. tends to be the sort of content of the poems that I get published, but I write about most things mm. really. Cool. What about you, Jules?
2: Awesome. Um uh my poetry I would say it revolves a lot around identity and heritage. Um, I use my poetry <laughs> like Look at me. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I about me. I might look into. you. No. Um uh but uh I would say that I use my poetry to explore myself a lot, and um, and my family and my roots and my Māori heritage is quite important to me, but I constantly feel disconnected from it, mm-hmm. so I use poetry as a way of sifting through that and figuring it mm. out. And um, it, I feel like it, it helps me make small steps toward it, aside mm. from like learning actual factual things and and practicing te it's a very personal way to f- figure my identity and my mm-hmm. form out um, other than that it is like it is very broad. <laughs> <It's>, Jess's <laughs> poetry
1: is very like mana Jess <laughs> like you know mana but like mana Jess mm. in the sense that like if you were to compare our writing because we've done a lot of workshopping together yeah mine would be like what's our perspective and jess would be like no but what's mine yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that's how
2: how that explains the way we work in academia as well because we we do a lot of that we just study a lot together and work a lot together creatively as well as academically and Mm. that is the way we roll and Mm. it's not a bad thing i think fun to be slightly different in that area. I yeah,
0: and you're both wahine to and that comes across in the poetry that you have published in <laughs> Bones as well. Okay. And what would you say to perhaps any amateur writers or poets, um, may, they might be young or not confident about getting their work published, that may still be sitting on the fence about submitting to the last two issues of Bones what would you say to anyone to kind of get them get
1: them sending their content and before it's all gone oh god I have two things to say (laughs) go for it Zoe (laughs) um the first one is like keep it simple get it done don't overthink it don't write it to be better than you write just write how you are and and send it in it's Mm -hmm. not actually any more complicated than that Um, But also don't try, strive There's a huge difference between trying and striving And trying is making an effort to get the task done Whereas striving Mm -hmm. is pushing yourself beyond effort Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a very inactive verb, I guess Um, The reason I say strive is because writing is never going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're finding it hard, it's okay for it to be hard. (laughs) Just do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And
2: you won't regret it, especially with a publication like this. Mm. Erin's so honest as well as kind. so It's a very safe space for publication very safe space. Um, yeah.
0: for anyone who wants to submit to Bones magazine. You can submit artwork, you can submit anecdotes, you can submit poetry, comics. We've got all sorts going on in Bones all of the time. We also have a gig guide in the middle of Bones magazine, so if you would like your gig mentioned in print, you can email bones at r1.co.nz Also, Bones magazine is always available in the Radio 1 studios. Just come up between 9 and 5 on any of the working days. and You can grab as many as you would like. It's always available. Also, we have a dog, so you can come back and get some dog <laughs> cuddles and a Bones magazine. Um, but Bones is also distributed to some of the more trendy cafes around Zaneden as well. <laughs> it's also found in Relics. I don't know where else it's found these days. It's yeah. all over the place. If you haven't seen it, where have you been? You've been hiding <laughs> under a rock. Agreed. There's only a couple of issues left, which means there are only a few more segments on Wednesday Drive for Deboned. Um, next week we are going to be speaking to Nicole Yen about some of her work that she has in Bones magazine. And, of course, we'll have a brand new issue for you next Exciting. week. Thank you both for coming on the show today. Thank it was lovely you to have us. you. Thank Thanks, Jess and Zoe. And you too, Raph. You're all (laughs) right. Thank you. That's right. right.